Welcome to the Review Crew. With Fran and Emma. What's up, reviewers? Welcome to the Review Crew. It's your co-host, Fran, baby mom, millennial, a baker, co-host of this podcast. And it's Emma, the other host, New Yorker, Brooklynite, aspiring minimalist. Welcome. And beauty. And beauty. That should start with <laughs> Beauty queen. Beauty mm-hmm. queen. That needs to be a part of your intro. <laughs> okay. What is the vibe today? The vibe is, I'm like, I didn't make any notes. I've got, it's, it's a low vibe, low energy vibe. Low energy. Yeah, exactly. We've had colds all dang week. I'm exhausted. Um, and it's ready exhausting. to be fucking done with this. I'm tired of being sick. Are, do you feel like it's getting better or is no. it the same? <laughs> no. I feel like it was actually really mild up until like, I mean, it still is really mild, but I feel like it might have got, like, I don't know if I'm just more tired today or if it got worse, like, overnight. I think I'm just more tired. And then, like, one of those things where it's the end of the cold now, so I was mostly just having congestion, and mm. now it's, like, irritating my throat from having, like, been all snotty mm. for a week. Yeah, so I'm also sick, um, listeners, reviewers, mm-hmm. but it was funny because it's funny that you say that because two, so I really started feeling sick today, but the mm-hmm. night before last, I did wake myself up from snorting. Do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever <laughs> yeah. done that? Like, yeah. snort yourself awake and then you're like, whoa, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> and that was a sign that my nose was not doing great. I would say that Steven definitely does that more than me, just sort of regularly, and then that's the thing that I do only when I'm sick, but sometimes. Also, yeah. Sylvia does that, and it's so cool oh. and funny. Largely not when I'm, uh, like, I Steve, Steven is the one who has noticed it the most of her, just sort of be like, <laughs> when she, like, <laughs> wake herself up. It's so sad and funny. Her tiny is... snores. She's so cute. She is pretty cute, but you know what? You know, let's just let's just get into it. What time is it? What time is it? It's time for the motherhood minute. Um. Yay. Okay, you guys. Today in motherhood, I was having a moment today. So I'm, this is a, there's sort of there's a progression here. There's a progression here. So first of all, I would like to give a really quick review for how Sylvia is. Um. Or one of one of her updates, which is that she started saying "boop" for poop. Everybody, I love ten this. out of ten. I love this so much. It's extremely funny. Basically, it happened. She pooped in the bath. Terrible, terrible. By the way, <laughs> zero out of ten to babies pooping in baths. Um, but uh, so she, I like yanked her out of the tub. I set her on the ground. She turns around. She looks in the bath, sees her poop, and just goes, "What's that?" <laughs> Um, and I'm like, that's a poop. You did a poop. And she was just like, it's a boop. It's a boop. <laughs> this is earlier this week. And then since then, every time she is about to poop or has done it and like while I'm changing her, it's just like, it's a boop. It's a boop. <laughs> boop. Um, so pretty funny. 10 out of 10 to that in general. That however, is really good. However, though, good as it may be. So we were visiting family, which was lovely. Nice. And we got home. Basically, we were driving home around 12.30. Sylvia usually takes her one nap now by, like, 11.30 a.m. She had a nap. So, like, we were like, oh, perfect. Our drive is, like, an hour. 
she'll sleep for a solid hour and then maybe I'll just like chill in the car or something and she'll just like sleep for a little longer and that will be her nap for the day. Perfect. She's going to sleep in her car seat. No. She fucking didn't sleep the whole goddamn ride. We get home and like oh, it's like 1, 1.30 and like I thought she was going to be asleep but she's not. So then I'm like, okay, first I'm going to change her because she's all soggy and then she starts saying, it's a boop while I'm changing her and I'm like, are you going to poop right now? like put on a new diaper she is not doing her usual poop actions of like no squatting or anything but does keep saying boop and i'm just like okay i think that she's just learned now that this means that i'm gonna not try and put her down for a nap because i think that she's Mm. gonna go to the bathroom um and so i'm letting her walk around and i'm just like okay she's just messing with me because she's not like she's not fucking pooping so i'm gonna try and put her to sleep and i sing to her and try and put her to sleep for like 45 minutes and she will not fucking sleep she's just yelling at me she's mad we both have colds so she's really she's really snotty and like uncomfortable it was terrible steven finally comes in he's like uh do you want a break and i was like sure so then he's like what if we actually just both close the door and like we'll just let let's us just lie down in bed because we're both (laughs) really tired and let her like run around and see if she'll go to sleep or just like at least hang out so we tried that for a while, and she's still just sort of romping. She pulls all the tissues out of a box of Kleenex <laughs> before we notice. <laughs> is not sleeping at all. So then I'm like, I need to, like, actively be trying to put her to sleep again. So I try again. So I'm like, okay, now it's, like, getting later and later. It's been, like, more than an hour since I started trying to put her to sleep. Like, and she hasn't napped today. Like, this is crazy. Um, And she's just, like, screaming, won't do it. And I'm like, you know what? Whatever. She's not going to nap. Fine. Like, she did probably nap for, like, 10 minutes in the car. You know, like, something, like, mm-hmm. basically non-existent. I'm like, whatever. And I'm like, Steven, why don't you just nap? And I'm just going to take her out and we're going to hang out because, like, I'm tired of doing this and I don't want to lie down right now. And I take her out and she just beelines to a closet that is open, pops herself right in the closet, goes, boop, 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 <laughs> and squats and loudly starts farting and pooping into her paper. <laughs> Um, so this is like fully like more than like an hour and a half, almost two hours after I was trying to put her to bed, which is already late. And then five. So after that, I like go in and change her and then Steven rocks her to sleep, which she fights, fights, fights. And then she finally goes to sleep. And so I'm saying this whole situation of like, so basically the f- initial, like the initial saying boop to her actually pooping took literally like hours of just us like <laughs> not her not being able to sleep because she had to poop and also, which also means me but me not really knowing what's going on so then I'm just in this sort of like space of trying to get her to sleep should I give up on this what the fuck is going on for just hours it's a fucking like I'm calling it a two out of ten the only reason it's not zero is because it was so funny to have her go duck into a closet, say boo boop, and then immediately start squatting and farting. That is very funny. Extremely funny. But I, I was just it. like so pissed off also. Yeah, of course. Of course. Wait, is she too old to do the like, can you bicycle her legs to try to make her poop? Is that a thing? Or is that just for newborns? That's really just a newborn thing. Damn. She, If I tried to put her on her back and do that, she would just kick me in the face. Nice. But she really... <laughs> She's really into kicking when not wanting to be near you. (laughs) Um, Kicks Mm -hmm. me a lot right now while I'm changing her diaper. And then also kicks um, her cousins a lot when she doesn't like how close they are to her. It's really funny. She basically is constantly alternating. She's like constantly alternating between kissing and like beating us. That is her (laughs) only two modes right now. 
but she does do the kissing a lot which is mostly cute although so i would say 10 out of 10 to kissing although it does drop down to like a 6 out of 10 when she's literally dripping snot out of her nose and so it's yeah. like just a wet snotty kiss yuck 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 gross grody yeah uh, yeah but that's so that's like Okay, the only reason that I'm not bringing significantly worse energy to this um, to this podcast is I, I'm sorry I'm kind of dominating the space, but I do have another review it. to sort of explain. Is this okay? It's also a new segment that I want to oh. introduce. Okay. Okay. Bum bum ba da dun dun da da. Wedding? Are we wedding? It's a moment in marriage. It's oh, a moment I love in marriage. it. <laughs> Or I was trying to come up with something that's a little less like, you know, this is like a state sanctioned relationship. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it's just a piece of partnership. We can do whatever. Um, okay. I like <laughs> moment in marriage. <laughs> a moment in marriage is catchier, but everyone, I just yeah. want you to know. I just want you guys to know that I'm actually really PC. Okay. <laughs> I just want you all to know that. <laughs> but anyways. All right. So after this whole napping debacle, Stephen finally gets Sylvia to sleep. And I'm tired, and I'm pissed off, and I'm realizing that I'm also really hungry, and just really not, I'm not in a good headspace. I'm terrible. And Stephen is like, you should eat something. And I'm just looking around at the fact that our house is really messy right now, and it's like Sunday, so Stephen's gonna be at work tomorrow, and I'll be home with Sylvia, and I'm just like, everything's a fucking mess. I don't want to fucking eat anything. I should be cleaning. I am hungry. So, like, I'm just, like, having a moment where, like, you, I've reached a point of tiredness and hungriness where, like, I'm not able to solve my own problem at all. Mm-hmm. And I'm just in a terrible spot. And then Stephen basically just forces me to – he, like, makes a space on the couch and sets up my computer and is like, you're going to sit here and watch Bake Off and puts a blanket on me and then brought me a plate of crackers and grapes <laughs> and cheese and my headphones and made me watch Bake Off and eat snacks. After which cute. I felt much better. This it was is very so cute. nice. It was so nice. And one of those things where it's like, Stephen does this to me occasionally where he forces me to do self-care. That's what I'm rating is Stephen forcing <laughs> me to do self-care. Um, and I would say in the moment that it's starting to happen, it's like in my mind, it's a two out of 10. I'm like, you're controlling me. I just need to do what I want to do. You're just not understanding the like intensity that's happening right now. And it's ridiculous that you just think I can just sit down when there's laundry to be folded and things to do. And I like go insane in my little mind. Um, but then the reality is that it's actually a 10 out of 10. Perfect move by Steve. And I feel a lot better afterwards. I love that. I love that for Steven. That's, I'm, wow, I'm impressed. It was, a, it was a good thing. It was a very good thing. He, he, can, he can really bust it out sometimes. It's funny because like my instinct is I want to counter with like a good thing that Adrian has done, but I don't have like a story at the top of my mind. But he's constantly doing nice things like that. I just want to let the record show. <laughs> this is not know. a competition. <laughs> <laughs> but am I, that's where I went immediately. Was mm-hmm. well then. Well, well, we can open this segment later when there's a especially a uh, nice thing. And yeah. also, I don't know. I'll probably. I, like I'm, I'm like trying to decide. I'm like, should I open this segment also for really negative reviews? Stephen <laughs> is a listener. Like, it's maybe rude. Yeah, that would be we'll hard. See. Yeah, but you know, we got it. This is the this is the burden that we carry as podcasters. I love I love the burden though. It's true. I wasn't really feeling good, you know. Today I was like, maybe I'll just tell Fran like can't do it or just do mm-hmm. it for like thirty minutes. And it's like, no, this actually. Is my duty and my destiny. <laughs> exactly. We have to. <laughs> Even though we record a week in advance. 
Uh, anyways our, our moms are absolutely loving the content though because um <laughs> not only did your mom contact me asking about the pod today but my mom also contacted me <laughs> about the pod today so they are tuned in they are listening they are our biggest supporters wow. love we, we love you moms we, we love, love our moms, moms. <laughs> that's so funny i can't you were getting it from all sides i love it my mom's actually my mom actually had really good advice because she was saying maybe you guys should like watch the same movie and then you can both kind of like you know chime into the review and i'm like that actually would be nice it would be nice but you know yeah. what this is just not how we're, just, we're working with what we're working with yeah exactly <laughs> But you know, I would, I would love to plan that at some point with you. We do need to do that. Um, yeah, we should. Wait, Fran, can you do something mm-hmm. for me? Mm-hmm. Will you name a common Irish tune? What? <laughs> Just name one. Like, like a song? Or yeah. Like... like a I... common, like one that I would know. Like just name it. What I don't I don't what I I can't. This is so <laughs> difficult for me. <laughs> All I can think of is like my Bonnie lies over the ocean. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh Danny boy. Is that, that okay, thank you. Okay, okay. That's actually what I was more looking for was like that because I was like, I don't even know if my Bonnie lies over the ocean is like Irish. Whatever. Okay. <clears throat> so now strike that. Okay. From the record. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, Danny boy. <laughs> <laughs> all right come on down francis mm. to the sheep area over here it's time for an irish review oh, um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was my little irish come sound oh exactly oh why so we saw the banshees of inishirin inishirin i believe is how they pronounced it yeah. uh yesterday in theaters at Nighthawk. And it was very interesting. Would you like to hear my full review? Yes, I would love to. So it was interesting. We walked out of this movie. Adrian and I kind of had slightly different opinions of it. I would think I was more of a fan of the movie than he was, which usually does not happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but mostly I was comparing it to the movie we saw last weekend, which was called Crap. Don't even remember the name of it. <laughs> Fuck. Uh oh. Not a good <laughs> three one. Words. Three words. It starts with like don't. Like don't, don't, don't. Stop I don't believing. Know. Yeah, anyway, that movie <laughs> obviously was not memorable. <laughs> not good. So compared to that, I was like, okay, this was really good. Mm. Um, and in general, I just liked it. I liked it. It's a lot darker than I expected it to be. Like, I, mm. I feel like I was going into it being like, oh, it's going to be cutesy, Irish, like. You know, mm-hmm. tale of two friends. No, that's not it. Don't go into it with that <laughs> um, vibe. Or is it scary be... or just highly dramatic? It's existential. It's like mm. it's a lot of like let's reflect on life and like our proximity to death. That does seem very Irish. I must say. Yeah. Wait. Say more about that. Oh, I don't really have more to say about that. I don't know. <laughs> that just seems. I just. <laughs> It seems like how it is. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. I wasn't sure if there was like some kind of specific history of like oh Irish. I'm I don't much know. Too ignorant to have some sort of specific thing. But no. Yeah. Just um, I th- I think about uh, my grandma on my more Irish side, and uh, 
she what was I think it was her parents, either her parents or her grandparents that immigrated. But of like her, she was very Irish Catholic and just like had been planning her funeral for like my entire life. Like she just wow. like thought she thought a lot about what kind of funeral she wanted to have and her wishes upon dying. Oh, it's a big big thing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that. Yeah, so it was just, it made me think about my mortality, mm-hmm. um, which I kind of enjoy in a film for mm. that to be the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, also, can I tell you this, which is Adrian's mom read in the Arizona Republic mm-hmm. a review of this movie. I don't think this is a spoiler because this was in the review, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Saying basically that the movie doesn't make much sense unless you know that it's an allegory for like, the civil war at the time or whatever was going on mm. like what's it called the the know, troubles the troubles yes. yeah okay. yeah that is it okay good <laughs> um and so then i went into it knowing that which i feel like is kind of helpful just mm. to have more context I, yeah. I feel like the movie they do point it out in the movie like i feel like they make that kind of clear mm-hmm. um but maybe i wouldn't have guessed it i don't know you never know mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't anyway. know. I tend to not really understand allegories until someone sort of directly tells me that that's what it is, or yeah. I'm forced to think about it. I like to, I like to just take things as they are. As they are. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I often do, and so I'm kind of glad that that was pointed out to me. But yeah, overall, I thought it was an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Definitely gives you some food for thought, kind of like Tar. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which i'll just bring up again <laughs> you want to you want to do another mini review <laughs> dude i made so many mistakes in our last episode by the way i like misspoke like a million times like i said like drive through instead of like a drive-in movie is that what it's called oh it is called a drive-in well you yeah. know i didn't notice because i trust I everything you say things. dude you know what was not a mistake that you made though that i looked up later and forgot to mention credenza yeah, dude. Yes. Beep, beep, boop, boop. Data processing. You were right. It's absolutely called a credenza, and I just didn't know that word. So nice. I just trust. I trust everything you say is factual. Great. Okay. Well, then definitely take my review for Banshee's and <laughs> Sharon. I'm, I'm rating it a, um, eight out of ten. Eight out of ten. That sounds, sounds that's pretty good. Seven point seven five to eight. That sounds like something I would watch. I don't know. I'm always looking to watch something about Ireland. Yeah, it's very obviously very beautiful. Like mm-hmm. to see this little island off the coast of Ireland mm. where it takes place. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love this character of like basically this old hag is basically the only way you could describe her. But I love that. Kind of like haunting everybody, and it's great. Old hags are my ultimate icons like that's what yeah. i aspire to be agreed mm-hmm. well that is what when did when did you go see this yesterday evening dang you're always always going out always going out on the town did you do anything else exciting yesterday no dude wait no we are not always going out on the town we are going to one movie once per weekend emma <laughs> that's a lot that's a lot in terms of going out and doing stuff i feel like you are more of the social light of the two of us for sure Mm, uh, i mean with my family and that's just because they live near me (laughs) that's true and i love them sorry that's true put it in for the listeners 
Did you did you see your fam today? Did you go to your sister? I saw my fam yesterday, actually. Oh, nice. Yes. So even though we were a bit under the weather, we had a discussion and decided to do a brief uh, Halloween party anyways. Cute. Especially since my sister's kids also have colds. We're just like, let's just all be snotty together. <laughs> um, and I will say this. My sister's cooking. I know she's a listener. 10 out of 10. She made a chicken pot pie. This is this is the Halloween tradition now, which is that she has a little family get-together. Cute. So the kids can show up their costumes. She makes a giant chicken pot pie and usually makes other pies. She made a pumpkin pie and a chocolate pie. And Steven, Ooh. I okay, I fucking did. I didn't make anything. I didn't make anything for this, which was also really nice. Um, and Steven made pan de muerto, which we've been wanting to make. And he's found this recipe from, I think, a baker uh, who works. I feel like it's called like Cloud Street Barcelona. It's like a Mexican baker, but who has a bakery in Barcelona, Spain, who does his recipe in a little video on this um it's like a Spanish newspaper that has like a YouTube channel and there's La Comidista, this fucking guy who does little food, food things. We like features different people, do different recipes. He goes to different restaurants. It's fucking not good and also really entertaining to watch. But also I would I would say, because we brought up the racism of GBBO, the racism doesn't really come out in the Pondo Muerto episode, which is great. But like he does like to sometimes just like dress up for the culture that he's featuring mm. and it's like really not cool at all um but anyways there's a heads up for anyone looking it up but if you look at la comidista and the pan de muerto episode steven made that recipe and it is like the best pan de muerto that i've ever had it was so mm. good and i also like because we make it every year and it was also so nice to not make it at all and steven did all of it and it was incredible we had that last night too we'll see what's it taste like it is a sweet, like, enriched bread. Um, like brioche? It tastes like brioche? It is not as rich as brioche, so it's not as, um, not quite as dense. It's a bit lighter, like, in the pan dulce family of Mexican mm. baking. Mm. Um, it is traditionally, frequently flavored with orange blossom water, but I don't think it always has to be. And then this recipe specifically had, um, lemon peel and cinnamon in it. I think it also called mm. for orange peel, but we didn't have any. So we left it out. But the orange blossom water is so good. I love it. And that is a very classic flavor. And then you cut, like, when the whole thing is baked and comes out of the oven, you, like, put melted butter on it and sprinkle sugar, just granulated sugar over it. Hmm. And it makes this just delightful sugary crust. And it's so good. That sounds good. I got to try this. Yeah. It's the it's the season, dude. And it's almost <laughs> the end of the season. You got you to gotta seek it out now. Well, I only really want it from you. I don't. Yeah. I haven't seen it sold anywhere near me, and mm. it I've only got until tomorrow. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. I would say, I mean, it's not like, like, I would say that Stephen and I have not done a good job of, like, checking out all the Mexican bakeries around. So, like, I don't want to speak. I'm certainly not educated enough to say that you can't find really good Pondo Muerto around. But the stuff we have tried and bought from different places has largely been, like, not that good. But that's kind of true with all bread, I feel like, where, yeah. like, yeah. Just like there's truly nothing better than like warm bread that you just baked. It's really hard to find anything that is like that good somewhere else. Exactly. There's no substitute. Mm-hmm. Well, sometime I'll make it for you. Yay. You got to come for the season. I know. I'm never there in this yeah. season. Because well, like who has time off for like Dia de los Muertos? Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. 
wait, mm-hmm. I'm, do you have more reviews? Do I have more reviews? This oh, I definitely question. have more, but I also just already have done so many and you've done one. So I'm trying to give you some space. Um, I didn't mention the uh, TTC corner in our last episode, I don't mm. think. So let me just invite you down. Will you sing with me for any? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If you want to mm-hmm. see, if you mm-hmm. can have a baby, <laughs> come on down to the TTCC. I thought the humming would be better. That's going to sound really good. I think so. It was so delayed. <laughs> uh, I love it. Okay. Um, but no, okay, just quick update. We're in our th- <laughs> We're in our third IUI cycle. This is going to be, from my knowledge, our last IUI cycle. We're about three weeks out from just starting IVF, guys. And I just wanted to announce that because I want people to know Mm -hmm. when we're going through IVF because I feel like I need support. Yeah. (laughs) I feel like I need everyone in my life to know about it Mm -hmm. so that I can be supported and I can be hearing positive stories. Yes. Because... I'm a little scared, mm-hmm. um, but also it's going to be fine. But anyway, yeah. that's where we're at. So we've done the two IUIs and they both failed, which is kind of upsetting. Yeah, that sucks. To say the least. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's where we're at. I just wanted to update the reviewers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I wish you all the luck in this third round and I also wish you all the support if it fails and we move on to IVF. I say we as if I'm a part of this. Um, <laughs> oh, you are. You are. I just, I just, I want everything that is good for you. In any way we can support, we shall support me and all the reviewers. You are literally all already my full support. You are, you are my therapist. It is my greatest honor to be a keystone in your support system. <laughs> if I could be so bold as to call myself that I love that and it's true and as I was re-listening sorry to our last episode I did realize I do think I was at the Aaron sleepover that you referenced and I think I was there really yeah it's so funny because I have such a tunnel vision memory of it because I just remember watching the tv and being scared and and like other people thinking that like maybe I'm too scared and how do I keep it together so that other people don't notice this (laughs) And then I also have a memory of while we're watching it at some point commenting on something, which was apparently a comment someone had made literally moments (laughs) before me. And I hadn't noticed because I was so focused on how the movie was scary and how like and trying to keep my cool. So it makes sense that I wouldn't remember anyone in attendance. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But that's great. Glad confirmation. More beep, beep, boop, boop. Uh. The data has been updated. Exactly. Everyone's on the same page. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, speaking of um, support systems and comfort, I would like to rate um, Konji, which is something oh. I made for the first time. Nice. Um, which is, for people that don't know, a like rice porridge. There are lots of different versions of it. Um, I think I, I'm, I think that Konji, it's uh, the, I think it's it's Chinese, but like there's a lot of other versions of it, and I made mine based off of actually a Filipino version of it that my Filipino coworker made at work. Um, so I made that this week because first Stephen was sick and he was having a real like chest cold kind of situation, lots of coughing, and I was like, we need something just like soothing and delicious. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and so I made, yeah, this like rice porridge with a bunch of garlic and ginger. And then my coworker had recommended, he says that he, the way he likes to eat it is with crispy chicken skin and lime oh. juice and fried garlic on it. And I was oh. like, holy shit, that sounds, that sounds so good. good. Yeah. Um, and so I made like my basic congee. Oh, he also adds a bunch of fish sauce to it. I don't know enough about it. So I don't know what's like traditional or not in different places. I'm based mine just off my coworker. Um, so I also added a bunch of fish sauce and then I didn't want to just do crispy chicken skin because that's like, I don't know if you can just buy chicken skin or like what the <laughs> deal is with that. But I bought chickens um, and I just like made super crispy, like chi- like I bought like whole chicken legs um, and I made them so that their skin was super crispy. So then I like pulled off the chicken skin to have that separate on top and then also just like sliced up chicken thighs. And mm. then also did the fried garlic and lime. Um, did I have something else? Oh, I had bok choy in my fridge, so I put bok choy on it. But it's just, like, the most, like, soothing, comforting soup. It was so good. I think I'm going to make it again tomorrow now that Sylvia and I have, like, are at the stage in the cold that Stephen was at last week when I made it. Um, so I would say overall, like, any sort of soothing, delightful soup is a 10 out of 10. And this joins the ranks of any wonderful, comforting soup that you can just, like, also, like, do so many things with because it is such a simple thing and then you just put different topics on it. it's like amazing okay this sounds very good I've se- I've never had it I've seen lots of pictures of it and when I've seen it it's been topped with like egg like like poached egg mm-hmm. or something and like chili oil and like fried shallots which are like one of my favorite things oh yeah that sounds fucking good too I was thinking so when good. I ran out of chicken if I I we ended up eat, going through it too quickly but my plan was when I ran out of chicken to do like crispy fried eggs instead of uh yeah. instead of chicken I fucking love eggs dude I also love eggs I have to I don't know sometimes I go through phases of like I'll be like oh I'm gonna make eggs and then I make them and I'm like suddenly weirded out by the texture sometimes that happens to mm. me but in general I love eggs what is your preferred what is your preferred way to cook eggs my favorite type of egg would be either poached or soft boiled mm. and then I love over easy is my other mm-hmm. or obviously yeah. scrambled is good but scrambled is where you kind of get it can get like a little weird to me. It can get dicey. I feel yeah. like scrambled was something I generally avoided. And then when I was pregnant, they're like, don't have undercooked egg, which I mm-hmm. feel like is probably bullshit. But then I also had many fears. So I did take it seriously. And I just had scrambled eggs the whole time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, these can actually be lovely. And then Sylvia loves scrambled eggs. So we do that a lot. Cute. Yeah, but I love a I love a crispy fried egg, too. Yeah, that is really good. It's, it's like crackly. it's always like sad to me when I eat a fried egg in like two seconds. Like it's ultimately it's like three bites. I yeah, you, you know gotta I mean? do you gotta do a lot of eggs. Yeah. Also, nothing more disappointing than when I walk away from my pan of eggs and then I come back and realize I've cooked them all hard and I'm just like, fuck Ooh, me! You can't do that. You can't walk away from an egg. That's for Mm-mm. sure. I know, and I walk away from so many things on the stove that I come <laughs> back and just destroyed. So why do I do it? do it every time i'm always like let me do this thing really quick and then it's never quick (laughs) never quick (sighs) well Mm -hmm. what else have i done wait (laughs) have you eaten anything good Mm -hmm. okay wait first of all eat anything good no (laughs) (laughs) um but i did think of another thing that i can review i just want to say that 
the Mormon church is having a really bad year <laughs> because there keeps being these really good shows about horrible things that have happened between Mormons. Oh. Um, someone correct me if I'm wrong. But anyway, there's a new show. <laughs> this is all to say. There's a new show on Peacock called Friend of, a Fam- Friend of the Family. Mm-hmm. Um, and as soon as I saw that Anna Paquin was in this show, I was like, oh, this is definitely going to be prestige television. She only picks, you know, those kind of roles. I don't know who that is. Oh, the lady from True Blood and from um, Fly Away Home. Okay. Okay. You saw Fly Away Home. I saw Fly Away Home. That's nice. my touchstone. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, this is another uh, true crime reenactment situation mm. um, where everybody's Mormon and there is sadly a child abduction in the 70s. Ooh. But it's really, really interesting because it's a family friend, obviously, as you can tell from the title. Mm-hmm. Um. So I'm very intrigued. I'm only on episode like three, but so far I'm very into it. Are we anticipating a bad ending or a happy ending? Um, so it's really interesting because in the first like two episodes, basically all everything has happened from my understanding. Mm. Like the abduction happened and then like the end of the abduction happened. And like, so I don't know what the rest of the season is going to be. Like, I think there might be a lot of kind of fallout on like the rest of this person's life or something. I don't know. Oh. I don't know where how it ends, guys, and I'm I'm curious. Interesting. So what would you rate it so far? So far, I'm giving it a solid nine out of ten. If, okay, if you're looking for a true crime show, nine out of ten. Mm. Because you have to know what you're getting into. Oh yeah. True crime. Um, not not on my time, but I love <laughs> it for you. She doesn't love true crime. Uh-uh. Yeah. I feel like I used to watch a lot of like CSI and SVU when I was a teen. And then I started having a lot of like murder related dreams. Yeah, and those are too like, scary. Those are too know, scary. I'm done with this. I don't, but it's like less scary because fictional and you're watching true crime. But it's like from the 70s and it's like a friend of the family. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, yeah. all, it's very much well removed from like what? my life yeah go very on. sorry i didn't mean to interrupt you but pretty soon after our episode aired where you were saying like are there even serial killers now it was like they just like Oof. caught someone in like stockton california or something i can't i can't remember i should oh, have no. looked it up but i just it just occurred to me now and I, i'll have to send you the article on it for your that true crime is scary and you never watched um under the banner of heaven which was the other mormon true crime uh-uh. show but that was pretty good Hmm. Good. This one I actually like more than that one so far. Oh. oh. Um, well, you know what I just remembered? Yeah. Um, if you totally. don't mind, if you could just um if you could just open up that beautiful vintage apothecary bag sitting next to you and hand okay. me the hand me the bundle of papers inside. Oh, it's our it's our mail bag. It's Yay. our mail bag. So mail I don't know if you saw time. this. Yes, Blue's Clues, 10 out of 10. (laughs) Okay, so in recent episodes, we uh, had gotten a response to one of our Spotify questions from Name Haver about the fingernail in the smoothie. Oh, I did see this. I love this. I love this. We asked many questions. We wanted to know, how did you know it was a fingernail? What was it? Was it a fake nail? What's the deal? We needed to know the full details. And Name Haver fucking did respond like a true king it was pre-made <laughs> smoothies 
And so then he just went to drink it and he stopped and pulled a small, crunchy, moon shaped, unpolished, and definitely fingernail clipping out of his mouth while he was just slurping it down because it was just a pre made thing that he bought. So that's horrifying. He says he has not bought one since then and that the whole experience was a one out of 10. One, he says, the one only for the fact that it's provided a gross and crunchy story. Um, yeah. So thank you for giving us the details. That's honestly Gnarly. worse than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, like I was really hoping it would be something that was like stuck in your straw or something. But you pull it out of your mouth, like that's 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 very traumatic. I it's so funny because at first I'm like, how is this possible? How is this possible? And then I'm like, deep in my heart, I know how it is possible because as a nail biter, I mean, I'm kind of reformed now, but mm. nail biters unfortunately nails end up all over the place when you're a nail biter and that's just that's just the fact of the matter that's just the long and short of it yeah 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 dude nail biting it is a tough habit to break um and then also in our nail bag we actually had a bunch of responses our nail bag (laughs) (laughs) you got me with that one um we also had a bunch of responses to our Spotify questions. It looks like our sweet friend Trincipia went through yes. and responded to like every question from like the last five episodes. Love that. Um, I just wanted to highlight a little bit, um, which is that one Trincipia is pro black pudding, or well, I guess she describes it as rich, which I took to mean good. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to say point one for that. Um, <laughs> point Fran. Point Fran um doesn't like when doctors don't explain things it's not about the rude things they say it's about the not saying stuff and then mm-hmm. the other highlight i wanted to give was oh where is it well i don't remember now because clearly i missed it <laughs> but uh oh oh which is that uh she responded because we were trying to avoid the pit of despair a while ago and then it's like so i definitely want to revisit this question whenever we get a response Trincipia re- recommends controlled breathing which is honestly a great tip. I love to do like breathing, like slow breathing, controlled breathing, practice breathing. That always calms me down. And yet I still like don't do it most of the time. But it's a great thing to do when you're like fully having a panic attack. Yeah, it's so funny because like sometimes I get actually anxious about breathing and then it freaks me out. Do you know mm. what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. if I overthink breathing and then suddenly I'm like conscious of every breath that I take, then I like start to get stressed about that. Oh, yeah. Um, so that kind of can spiral for me in a different way. But mm-hmm. yeah. So yeah. Do, wait, so the controlled breathing specifically, then you're focusing like too much on your breath and it makes you anxious? I have to say, I've never like, I feel like I haven't really tried controlled breathing when I've been like truly like very upset. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know. I'm like, did I recently this summer like ever try that? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I think I need to be taught more. Mm, I would say I do. I'm a big fan of yoga with Adrian. You know this. I don't know if our reviewers know this. I'm a big fan of yoga with Adrian, and she has some like breathing practice meditations. And I feel like I did one for anxiety. Um, it's like a 10 minute video, like maybe not even 10 minutes, but I just did that a number of times. And then I think it makes it easier for then me to do controlled breathing on my own because I can kind of go through her process instead of like trying to like instead of just like thinking like not like 
Because, yeah, I understand what you mean of, like, someone becoming hyper-aware of something that you just do naturally can then Mm -hmm. make you kind of freak out about. Like, when you think too much about how you walk and then suddenly you're like, Mm -hmm. what does a human look like when they're walking and you, like, can't even function? So I could see it becoming like that. But I feel like if you do, like, a guided meditation with breathing, then it, like, you need to, like, practice that first. And then you can kind of do it on your own. Because, okay, here's what I actually have tried. Which is, I feel like I heard, like, a TikTok that, like, a life hack is to basically you lengthen your exhale. So like you count in for like five and then you could like exhale for like six or like whatever you're, you're exhaling longer than you're inhaling. And that, mm-hmm. that is like supposed to feel good. But when I try to do it, I just count. I don't count at the same speed. Right. Like it's, I, can, I have a hard time counting at the same speed. No, me. I just like, so count I'm just quickly. like <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, wait, I'm not really doing it. Yeah. But anyway. Yeah, I think what I like in the breathing videos that I've done with Yoga with Adrian is that a lot of them she'll like you start like, okay, I'm going to start doing my inhale for three and my exhale for three. Then I'm going to do four and then I'm going to do five and because I'm doing it with her. I'm like forcing myself to do it. Mm-hmm. But I find that not just trying to do something consistent, but like the changing of taking shorter rest, longer, 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 longer until you can get it as long as you can get and then coming back down. That's like a helpful progression. I feel like that makes it like even if I'm counting faster on some of them like ultimately I'm still getting like the point I feel like yeah for sure mm-hmm. and my yoga studio showed me a really cool um cooling breath once on like a really hot day mm-hmm. they showed this way of like breathing like kind of I think it was like through your teeth you like kind of open your mouth but, like keep your teeth kind of together and breathe in and it kind of like cools your whole mouth Ooh. anyway that was very cool I can- I'm not explaining it well but I like that I like another thing. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Breathing 10 out of 10, I would say, in general. (laughs) Yes, indeedy. Speaking of something as natural as breathing, I also want to review oatmeal. (laughs) I love oatmeal, but not the cold kind. Are you going to do the cold kind? Oh, I definitely do. That wasn't my intention, but I will. That's included in the review overnight oats where it's cold. I love that. I love my oatmeal. I like it. Oh, my goodness. It's cold. Oatmeal is something I only, as an adult, opened my heart to. And it's so good. But I have to have it with, like, I like, okay, (laughs) sorry, Mm -hmm. this is boring. But I like plain cooked oats. And and then I put a little blueberries on top, Mm. maybe a little almonds if I had them, Mm -hmm. and brown sugar. And I like to have toppings like that. I would never stir that, okay, because I like to have Mm. things separate. Mm -hmm. Like with a little bit in each spoon, maybe. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. I don't like when it's all stirred. And when you have overnight oats, it's all stirred and it's cold and it's gummy. And I'm not a fan. It's not gummy. So, okay. Cause that's all right. That's interesting to me that that has been your experience because I feel like that is the true benefit of overnight oats is that it's not gummy. That's texturally the oats themselves are more pleasant because they're more separate. Hmm. Are you using instant oats when you've done it? Never in my life. Well, that you've never made it. <laughs> Or you've never would use instant oats. I'm confused. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I don't. I feel like we definitely made overnight oats maybe once. I had also bought like the Mush brand. Um, what? Oats. There's a brand of oats. Well, called that's mush. definitely gonna lead lead you to having mushy oats. The fuck, it's in the name. It's in the name. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got the kind that was like it was like cocoa flavored oats with like little pieces of almond so that was actually kind of mm-hmm. nice because it like broke up the texture a little bit mm-hmm. so that I can stand but in general I just prefer the hot oatmeal with the toppings mm. I would say okay I definitely so right now I'm in a hot oatmeal 
I'm in the hot oatmeal phase. I'm having hot oatmeal yeah. fall. It's hot um, oatmeal weather. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Um, so it's hot oatmeal fall. And so I've been making it every day before work. And I am with you. So I only have, I have frozen blueberries. So I like to put them in right at the end of the cooking. So they get warmed up and they do get stirred nice. in. I definitely prefer it as you describe it, which is like with fresh fruit on top. Like that's nice. Mm-hmm. But this is what I have. And then, yeah, I'm with you on the brown sugar and the milk that do not get stirred in. That definitely needs to, like, be clumpy and get little spoonfuls of it. But it is just so pleasant. And I would say I still think that oatmeal is because, yeah, I didn't, like you were saying, as a kid, did not like it. Like, I was just like, this is Mm -hmm. mush that I don't want to eat. And now as an adult, I enjoy it enough. And I feel like it's still, though, it's, like, largely is, like, a six or seven out of ten because it is still just oatmeal. And, like, you could make it really nice, and then it definitely can go up. And I would say I just put a, pat, a fat pat of salted butter on it, and I'm like, why don't Ooh, I do this every time? It was that so good. so good. Oh, it was so good. And I'm like, I'm literally doing this forever now. And that definitely took it up to a base, even with, like, nothing else on it. It's, like, a base score of 7 out of 10 with only upwards momentum, depending on the toppings. Do, um, do you – wait, wait, sorry, 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 interjection. Do you I like cottage that. cheese? Um – I'm not against cottage cheese, but I also basically never purchase it. Okay, so again, this is something I've only liked as an adult, but I just recommend that you try for breakfast someday. Get whole milk cottage cheese, okay? Probably mm-hmm. preferably from the good culture brand, because mm-hmm. that is where you're getting the good cottage cheese these days. Anyway, and then you just top it with salt and pepper. Maybe a little olive oil if you're feeling nasty. Oh. And it's savory cottage cheese and it's so good. I recommend. The one just eats cottage cheese with a spoon. This was I don't know about it. At, yeah, like instead of yogurt for like breakfast. It's like, oh. like having cottage cheese. I mean, people eat it different ways. Like usually it's not savory, right? Usually people put mm-hmm. like fruit in it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I no. prefer it savory. That sounds really fucking good. Very interesting. Very interesting. Okay, have you had steel-cut oats to go back to oats? Oh, definitely. That was actually my gateway into oatmeal was steel-cut oats. I feel like steel-cut oats are definitely, I think, one of the better ways to have oatmeal, like, texturally. But they take so long, so that's why I'm just getting rolled over here. Wait, how long do they take? Wait, this isn't ringing a bell. Um, I feel like they take, like, like 20 minutes to cook. Maybe I got... Okay, I must have gotten, like, Trader Joe's, like, quick cooking steel-cut oats or something oh, when I was interesting. doing those. Hmm. Well, this was a while ago, but I had a run of steel cutouts. Interesting. Interesting. I'll have to look <laughs> into this. I don't know, but yeah. reviewers, tell us what, what do you like to put on your oatmeal? <laughs> <laughs> and do you want more oatmeal based content in this podcast? Let us yeah. know. How do you eat your cottage cheese? Yes. How do you eat any cheese? I love cheese, dude. It's also so funny that you brought up kanji because kanji has been referenced multiple times in um, the podcast that an acquaintance of ours does. And that's all I'll say about that. But they talk about kanji. Really? Well, yes. it's, um, it's a world famous soup, I would say. It is. <laughs> and it's so, it's, it's just like, it's like one of those things that like immediately becomes just like, oh, this will be a very like easy comfort food in my rotation. Um, as soon as you have it, like, even though I hadn't had it before, I was just like, oh yeah, this will now be, this will now be part of the food rotation for the winter time when we're apparently sick fucking constantly. Yeah. It was not, it was not very long, especially cause you, 
if you already have like you just need to have chicken broth like mm-hmm. I ended up taking a long time making it because I had a bunch of vegetable trimmings and like chicken bones that I wanted to turn into stock that I had in my freezer so I like mm-hmm. made stock and stuff but if you just buy chicken stock or like have some made already you just like nice. cook that with rice and then like I mean, honestly, that I think is the most basic version of it. And then, like, I added a shit ton of, like, minced garlic and ginger. So, like, I took the time to cook that up. But it was, like, it's just until the rice is all cooked. So you're cooking it for, like, 30 minutes. You know, you just heat it all up, basically. Mm. The cook time was low. I mean, 30 minutes isn't isn't nothing to laugh at. No, it's not nothing. But, it's all, but I mean, it's also just, like, I'm scooping rice in and then like I minced garlic and yeah. minced ginger I and threw you. that in. So it's also like it's not it's not a lot of work for a lot of goodness. But and I mean I feel like especially cuz like it's a really easy thing to like be prepping in advance. Like if you're if you're going real crazy with your toppings, I feel like you could make it a very like ambitious meal, but if you're keeping it very simple, um it can be simple. That's all I'm saying. Mm. And I don't think, yeah, I don't think all kanji has, like, garlic and ginger in it. I feel like that was this version of it. Nice. Well, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if I have any other reviews, so well, take it away. All right. <laughs> well, okay, I want to get your, I want to get your take on something. So this is something that is going to be more for a certain section of our listenership which is i would really i've been wanting to review um the three kinds of like reusable uh menstrual products that i have tried to use nice um and i wanted your take on any of these things as well okay great i will okay i'm in so the kinds i've i've used reusable 100% cotton pads i have used um one pair of thinks, nice. the period panties, and a menstrual cup. Which so mm-hmm. sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. No, 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 go ahead. That's it. That's I, it. I just like to state that I have not tried any of those, but mm-hmm. I would like to say, have you ever just tried just nothing, <laughs> girly? That is <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> that is not going to happen unless it's, it would be a full carry over here. As they call it. What's that? Uh, you know, Carrie. Oh, Carrie. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Stephen King. You guys, look, if if you don't if you don't know what I mean, just Google like on YouTube, Carrie, and uh, you'll see. Immediately, what I, mean. I was like, "Is it a sports term? A full carry? <laughs> the full carry?" You know me and my love of sports. But okay. yeah. But anyway, sorry. Continue. Okay, so I don't know if I can give this like a, like basically, I like I want to put them in the ranking, which to me the ranking. Well, I guess I could rank them in different ways. So my preferred thing is the menstrual cup, but I know that that also like yucks people out. So I would say the menstrual cup is like an eight out of 10 because you do have to get like really up and personal with your body. And if you put it in wrong or not far enough, it will hurt. So if you ever have used one, you're like, this is really uncomfortable. You probably just need to like really push it in farther. Um, but I would say you can leave those in for a really long time and it gives you the comfort and convenience that you would get with a tampon. Mm-hmm. Um, but with uh, being able to have something that's reusable, um, which I feel like is great. So you're just sort of buying one thing that will then last you for like, I feel like it lasts you like a couple of years before you're supposed to replace it. And you don't have any issues with the like public sink situation? So I think 
no i've never i've never had a problem because also that's the thing is you can leave them like unlike a tampon which is like you really need to change out your tampon in eight hours without with like risk of toxic shock and i think you have like 12 hours with the cup before they recommend you change it out so Mm -hmm. it's a lot easier for me to sort of plan my schedule around it of like if i'm gonna go out and i know i'll only be around public restrooms like rarely will i only be somewhere with a restroom that's like fully like shared sinks and stuff for 12 hours and like you know sometimes you have to change it out whenever you have to but you can also just like dump it into the toilet and like if you want you can like carry a tiny water bottle with you and just like rinse it out in the toilet or you can just like be a boss and go into the sink but I have not had that issue I always am scoping out toilets also toilet situations Mm -hmm. before I go anywhere um, Hmm. because I'm like highly anxious so I like to know (laughs) what kind of bathroom I'm going into I like to plan out my bathroom stops um so I just, you know, I plan around where I know I'm going to have, like, a single bathroom. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, okay. So, okay. So I would say so I would say that's, like, an 8 out of 10. I would also say that the Thinks period panties are probably, like, a 7 out of 10. I would say maybe more comfortable. And because you're right, it's the experience yeah. of free bleeding, but without having a full carry situation. <laughs> but I just don't want to have to do laundry that much. Yeah. That's like, I'm like, I would have to buy so many of these. To be able to get through one month of period, especially of like, I'm like a postpartum lady now. Like periods are crazy. Okay. Yeah, it's a bloodbath, and so like it's it would be a lot of underwear to go through to like make it through the day. Like I wore it on like a heavy on a heavy flow day, and it was just like I don't actually know that I should be wearing this these at this point. By the time we got to the end of the day, (laughs) um. Yeah. yeah it's so funny because like let me just interject that like i for some reason the diva cup situation i just i will never try i like no, i have no desire to try that but the thing seems like fine yeah well as you as you have said you are a fan of free bleeding and i feel yeah. like that is like definitely the closest and extremely comfortable like i feel like that probably like i am glad that i have a pair to use for lighter days because it is like really comfortable and easy Nice. Although the only pair I have are like high waisted, which I forgot about, and then I just like put on my work pants so I was going to work, which are like <laughs> normal rise, and then I'm just like my underwear is just like three inches above my waistband. So hopefully, I mean my shirt will cover this, but I felt I... like it was a really interesting style that I was rocking that day. I have definitely been there, dude. I've definitely been there. It's it's a really complicated world of women's fashion and just all the different rises you can have. It is basically during the okay during 2020, right? I got into those like really um, Instagrammable like arc underwear or whatever that are mm-hmm. super super high rise, like they are like literally like three inches above your belly button, like extremely mm-hmm. high rise. So I was just like wearing those every day with like mm. leggings that like don't go up as high, mm. <laughs> and just kind of hoping that my shirt just kind of never rises up or whatever. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm sure it largely worked out. So. Yeah, but it was hard to transition from that back into the real world. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. no i get you um but yeah the last one i want to review are my reusable pads which i feel like are more of like a four or five out of ten because you i mean it's easier to buy a bunch of them because i don't think they're expensive as expensive as period panties you can swap them out more frequently <laughs> also that's funny to me when you say panties <laughs> <laughs> i feel like that's just because they're because it's alliterative i feel like yeah. that's what you gotta do i love that <laughs> well you're welcome um but those are yeah four or five down i felt like sometimes they slide around crazy and then i'm like i'm just bleeding into my underwear my pad is up my butt like this oh is yeah not, wait how do they attach how good. do they even attach 
So I wonder if this changes from brand to brand. I've only used Me Luna. Um, but they're it's like they have like a little like snap button and it snaps around your underwear. Oh, so it's kind of like a loose ring. <laughs> like, kind of like <laughs> Basically, yeah. And so like especially like they'll have because they have like different <laughs> sizes. So especially if I'm using one of like the smaller ones. Then I'm just like, this is just going to slide right up my butt. Like, sliding <laughs> around. There's nothing holding this in the right spot. Like, what the fuck? Um. Um, so <laughs> I don't really recommend those. But I have a friend who uses them and, like, lo- she doesn't have that brand. So, so maybe this is a brand issue. I don't know. But she, like, loves them and thinks that they're super comfortable and great. And I just find them, like, really annoying. It's like, then you have to carry around, like, a special bag to put your pads in if you're going to change it out. Like, those to me, like the menstrual cup was such a revolution after trying those of being able to just be like Mm. this is just so chill okay i got you i feel like i've heard horror stories of like people with um iuds is that what it's called Mm. wait that that is a thing yeah yeah okay okay um and then it like sucks it out or something that's i feel like the suction is like strong is what i've heard it's no, one. I, okay, I'm not gonna say that doesn't happen to people. That sounds terrifying, and I would be afraid of that. I can't imagine that's that common, because like it, there's literally two small holes in either side of it, so that it does not form a suction. Hmm. Like it's just because like it shouldn't actually suction to you, but it does. Like yeah. it's it's a, you know, it's it's like silicone. It's silicone, and so like it's stiff enough that well, like it holds its shape. You like fold it to stick it inside yourself, and then it pops open. And then it's not like it's just in a big hole, you know, where it's like jostling around. So it doesn't need to like suction anywhere. Interesting. You know, okay. And there's a new thing. Apparently it's like a flat disc. Oh, I feel like I've heard of this. Yeah. We'll have to explore that. Yeah, I'll have to try. If any of the reviewers have tried it and would recommend it, let me know. I did just buy a new menstrual cup because I only very recently got my period again. Um fucking like zero out of ten to the return um but yeah so let me know let me know world i haven't tried that one yet the disc how does it I work know. i don't know how does it work where is it i've never i haven't heard of anyone using this so we'll see mm-hmm. people always trying to innovate they sure do they i sure would say do. there is a much bigger learning curve with the menstrual cup in the beginning though before you get it because the first time i took mine out i did just throw it straight into the toilet see <laughs> this is what i'm saying it seems so like <laughs> hard <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, that was only the first time and then it's like well i guess i'm gonna sanitize this and boil it which is what you do oh <laughs> i'm sorry i just remembered uh i used to work with this guy who fucking was popping <laughs> off once about how pissed he was because his roommate kept using all of his pots <laughs> and pans to boil her menstrual cup. <laughs> and he's like, I don't want that. It's been in your body. I'm not interested in that. I don't want that in my pot. And I, and I just um, thought it was the funniest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that is really funny. I love that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, does she wash the pots? He's like, yeah, but I know what's been in there. <laughs> Incredible. This is why uh, I like this is why it's important to work in person because otherwise you just don't get these kind of cool stories from coworkers. That is true. Mm-hmm. When you work remote, you don't hear about this. It's what you guys are missing out on for those of you that do. <laughs> well, you heard it here, folks. Mm-hmm. Don't work remote. Don't get those fun fancy tech jobs. Mm-mm, don't do it. Go work in person <laughs> in a shitty bakery where you have to listen to your coworker fucking pop off about 
<laughs> menstrual cups and then also usually just anime and then like the illuminati that those were sort of his greatest hits i love that um yeah. i saw actually i saw sorry last thing saw a conspiracy tiktok about how it was like proof quote-unquote proof that taylor swift was in the illuminati and it was <laughs> extremely compelling and i do not usually um give in to you know, conspiracy tell it was basically showing this picture of like so <laughs> <laughs> this woman that looks a lot like Taylor Swift that was supposedly mm-hmm. was like some kind of um witch <laughs> or something <laughs> or like worshiper of Satan I don't know it certainly <laughs> sounds compelling yeah <laughs> sorry everyone google that you'll love it's like it. a historical figure or a current person I, it was probably no one it was probably photoshop because it was literally a tiktok <laughs> but it was yeah someone who from the past who like mm was a witch and she looks like taylor swift i love this okay you know what also i love speaking of witches and i give a 10 out of 10 to this little situation that happened at work so i don't know i was at work i was making um like green fingers with like a little almond sliced fingernail on them as like a creepy halloween treat mm-hmm. and everywhere when you like read about this they're called witch's fingers everyone just saw oh maybe witch finger cookies look up witch finger cookies this is what you're seeing but when i was talking to my boss and she was um about to post on the instagram the picture of them she was like should we call them witch fingers and i was like (laughs) are we not she's like i don't think we're allowed to say that anymore and i'm like really and she's like yeah and i'm like because some people identify as witches and she's like yes and i'm like Huh, I don't know that, like, because it is also just, like, a, like, an archetypal, like, character, and she's, like, there are some witches that work here, and I was just, like, oh, and she's, like, I'm just gonna call them creepy fingers, and I'm, like, great, and then we just called them monster fingers, um, and I just love that whole thing, I love the resurgence of witchcraft, I love any friends I have that identify as witches or call themselves witches, and I just think that that entire thing, and just that my boss was concerned enough to, like, we can't call them witch fingers. We have to give them a new name is my favorite. I love it. 10 out of 10. I love that too. And I don't know who the witches are on the staff, but I like need to know them. Yeah. Let's get to know them. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel like we should end it there. Yeah. End it on the good witches of the world. Good witches of the world unite. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> That's our slogan. Anyways. All right, dude. Um, I love you. This is a 10 out of 10 pod. You're my 10 out of 10 gal. You're my 10 out of 10 girl, and you're the actual beauty queen. I forgot to say at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. It's nice to hear after just being covered in both my own and my child's snot for many days. But I hope yeah. that your cold goes away soon, and that so does mine. Yeah, I hope yours is too. It's like, yeah, you you need some health back in your life, girl. Yeah, dude, this this cold and flu season is gonna rock me. I'm pretty sure. Damn. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm. and on that note, reviewers, <laughs> you're all beautiful, wonderful. Hit our line. You know where to find us. Brandonemapod at gmail dot com. The Review Crew Pod for Instagram. Anyone who's followed the pod, I mean, yeah, anyone who fo- who's followed the pod's Instagram, I immediately am like. This is my favorite person ever. Thank you so mm-hmm. much. So thank yeah. you to those people. True liege behavior. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good night, Franny. Good night. Bye. Bye.